Welcome to another edition of Meet the Pros Podcast. This is your host today, Marco D'Angelo, and I am joined with one of our pregame cappers, Ron Raymond. Ron, how are you doing today? Doing fine, thanks, Mark. Uh, thanks for having me, and it's uh, great to be here with you guys today. Well, this is a continuing series we have here at pregame.com where we want to let our listeners and potential customers get to know our handicappers, unlike most sites around the internet you never really get to interact with the cappers that provide you the winning selections here at pregame not only do you get to interact with cappers in our forums and through blogs and comments but we do this series of meet the pro podcast where we will get to know each capper at our site on an individual level and uh, as i said we are joined today by uh, ron raymond and ron i gotta ask you before we get to Ron Raymond, the capper, um, who's Ron Raymond, the person? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm uh, Ron Raymond. I'm 41 years old. Uh, sounds like an internet dating service here, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, no, um, like I said, I'm, I'm from Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Uh, one of those Canuck cappers who uh, started off a long time ago in this industry. Um, I'm married to my wife, Nally. She's a high school teacher. Uh, married um, since 1993. Congratulations uh, on that. Thank you. Uh, I joined the uh, Armed Forces in 1990. I spent five years in the, in the Canadian Navy, and uh, no, it's not a tugboat. And uh, <laughs> I was in the communication field, and uh, I was land-based, but I wore the uh, Navy uniform. So who out of all those Navy guys out there? Uh, send you some love. But, uh, yeah, I uh, spent five years in the military, and then um, I got out. I went to college for one year and uh, wasn't sure exactly what I was going to do, and... Uh, I uh, started learning to do HTML pages, and uh, you know, g- got connected with a lot of people. And next thing you know, I started uh, you know handicapping online. I enjoy uh, golfing. I like I play in a lot of men's beer league hockey. Actually, it broke my wrist there, uh, as I mentioned in the forum there a few mu- few months ago. Uh, so that sidelined me for uh, about uh, three to six months. Uh, I coach for high school football here in Ottawa. Uh, three down football, so it's not, <laughs> you know, it's a little different uh, football than it is in the States, but it's still football. Um, I love to read uh, inspirational books. My favorite author is uh, Napoleon Hill. Um, uh, my newest uh, author that I'm starting to like a lot now is uh, Malcolm Gladwell. Uh, you know, some of the stuff he's written is um, is pretty much uh, dead on on some of the motivational and inspirational stuff that I like to read. And um, when I'm not, uh, you know, when I'm just uh, tinking around with, uh, you know, uh, the sports handicapping stuff, I love to invent uh, special tools to always, you know, as a handicapper, you're always in a research and development mode, and uh, that's basically uh, Ron Raymond in a nutshell. Well, that's good. We know Ron Raymond, the person. Now let's get a little bit of information about Ron Raymond, the handicapper. When did you get started in the business, Ron? Um, like I said, and once I um, I left the military in 1995, I was uh, re- really wasn't sure what I was going to, you know, the 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 second uh, the second phase of the Ron Raymond chapter was going to be, and uh, well, like I said, I went to school and I learned how to, the computers. That's when computers were slowly coming out in '95. You know, everybody was uh, the internet was on dial-up, and remember those headache years. But uh, yeah, but uh, no, I started listening to this. Um, I don't know if you recall, there used to be this internet uh, show on Sportsline.com called Gridiron Gold. And uh, one of the guys, uh, you know, I, he probably doesn't know this, but he's probably one of my uh, my mentors in this industry, Russ Culver. And he was uh, talking about, uh, you know, sports betting, and he was he was on this show, 
called The Drive, and he was talking about his picks. And, and I was listening, I was really fascinated into that he was taking the sports betting onto the Internet. And I said, you know what? I love this. This is exactly, you know, because I've always been involved in sports my whole life. I played football, I played hockey, played baseball. I'm vertically challenged, so I don't play basketball. But uh, 5'10", which is uh, probably a good point guard. But uh, no, but in Canada, because of the winters, we uh, we switch over to hockey. But um, I listened to Russ Culver talking one day, and, and I, you know, I started saying to myself, you know what, I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to start giving out my, my hockey picks on the Internet and my, my NFL picks and my CFL picks. And then uh, I ran into um, this uh, this friend of mine called Ryan Austin. He used to own uh, the sports bar. And he, uh, he's he been watching, like, monitoring my, my plays uh, online because I used to get monitored at the big guy. And uh, he called me up one day and he said, you know what? He goes, I'm watching your picks at the big guy. And he goes, we can make a lot of cash with your hockey picks. And I said, well, hey, you know what? Uh, I said, I'm looking, um, you know, I'm in transition here. I said, I'm just looking to... You know, to to learn and to you know to get to the next phase of my uh, you know of this uh, handicapping stuff. And I said, if you want to you know uh, sell my picks on your site, I'd be more than happy to provide them. And next thing you know, he showed me a bit of the uh, the internet ropes. You know how to set up a web page and selling hockey picks. And I was going on this incredible run. And next thing you know, I'm getting phone calls from uh, guys from Las Vegas. Uh, you know, calling and wanting my hockey plays, calling me at six in the morning, see if I'm up, if I got my handicapping done. You know, with the time, it was just it was crazy. But uh, basically, that's how uh, I got started in this industry through Russ Culver and Ryan Austin. And next thing you know, uh, you know, I created some of the sites that uh, that are online today. And uh, now I'm over here at Pregame.com. Well, and, uh, we're definitely uh, happy to have you. And uh, being an old school guy myself, uh, the name uh, Russ Culver, I definitely well aware of the guy. He, uh, you know, a fixture here in Las Vegas, and I uh, used to do a publication, a uh, real good baseball publication with Keith Glantz over the years. And uh, these guys were just great stat people uh, with breaking down baseball stats. Uh, and I actually used to subscribe to their uh, stat service. And you you really can have you never have too many stats when breaking down games, uh, so that's a uh, you know good guy to come up with uh, you know as as you said uh, somewhat of a mentor. Uh, what would you say, Ron? Uh, you know, is your favorite sport? Uh, let's break it two ways. What what do you like to watch the most, and what do you like to handicap? Um, the sport I'm most passionate about is football because I, I grew up playing football. I you know I. CFL football, um, you know, like I'm born in Ottawa, born and raised in Ottawa, and we used to have a team here called the Ottawa Rough Riders, and um, back in when I grew up, J.C. Watts, who's now a congressman in, in Oklahoma, was our quarterback, and I just loved J.C. Watts, and I grew up with uh, the Ottawa Rough Riders, and I loved the CFL football, uh, but, you know, back then I was, you know, 14, 15, 16 years old, so I, I really, because of the TV back then, you know, we only had like maybe 13, 20 channels, you know, up here in Canada with the networks. We'd have the networks game like on Sundays, but I was mostly into the CFL growing up. Um, but I, I love football. Uh, I'm more passionate about football, but I love hockey. You know, hockey and, and CFL football are, are my two greatest passions. But um, I, I love to handicap most sports. It's like I tell a lot of people. You know, they say, "Oh, well, what do you handicap?" Well, I say, "I handicap. I'll, I'll handicap anything." But I, I follow CFL football and NHL hockey really closely. You know, because it's just impossible. You look at guys in our industry who specialize in one sport. They have, they can't specialize in, in every other sport because there's just too many teams to follow on a, on a daily basis. So I, um, I love to follow, and, and, and I have a real passion and 
for CFL football and NHL hockey. Okay. Uh, no surprise there being a Canadian boy. Uh, have you had any uh, handicapping titles or contests or, you know, really great seasons you'd like to talk about? Yeah. Um, some of the – I've won four major um, – I call them major because you know, back in when the uh, the Internet uh, – well, our industry was uh, vibrant and, and there was a lot of networking and it's just, you know, because of the – 2006 uh, law that passed by it really cooled down our industry in in regards to having a platform where you know a lot of these sports books were were um, you know sponsoring a lot of contests and back in the day of uh, Brent uh, Crow of Altex was putting up a contest with you know 19 of the top handicappers and guys like Russ Culver was in there Mike Lee um, you know I believe Buzz Daly was in there Tim Trucial and there was like a lot of Mark Lawrence there was a lot of big names in there and that's where I finally I guess I broke my, um, you know, made my name in this industry by winning that contest that year um, in 2000. My best bets went 15 and two that year. It's just, uh, it was an incredible year. But uh, that that's that ranks high up there because of the fact that Russ was in this in this um, competition and he was like sort of my mentor back then. And I really, uh, you know, uh, any. I really uh, liked the, the field that was there, and I said, you know what, it, it, this would be really good for my career if I can really make a dent in this contest and get my name out there. So that was a that was a big part uh, of my uh, titles. Uh, back then, also uh, the shrink Ken Weisner, when he used to own the the prescription, he had his contest called the ten thousand dollar top to tell contest. I won that contest that year, so that was another uh, breakthrough. Uh, for myself and um, picking the uh, Penguins last year at 16 to one and um, to win the Stanley Cup was uh, a good uh, a good victory for me. And um, let me see, there was a uh, entered the Las Vegas uh, Super Contest uh, three times and then twice I've uh, cracked the top 25. Never won it, but uh, those were uh, some of the accomplishments that I've done in the, the sports handicapping field. Well, very good accomplishments for sure. Uh, Ron, everybody is a different type of handicapper, and there's no right or wrong way to get to an answer um, You know, on what side you like in a game. If you had to describe yourself, would you call yourself a statistical uh, handicapper uh, or a capper that you know watches teams and develops a feel for that type of team, or would you call yourself a situational handicapper handicapper and you do your handicapping based on you know events highs and lows you know flat spots or scheduling dynamics who a team's coming off of who they got uh, coming up next what would you say is your style of handicapping well you, you know marco um before parity played such a major role in our industry or the, the sports industry at all not sports betting but the sports industry when when you had nba nfl you know, when the when the, um, the parity wasn't involved in, in the league sports, those types of things were working at the time. Situational handicapping, uh, you know, the number crunching. But now parity has really changed the whole scope of everything, of, of the sports leagues, the sports betting. Even those, uh, the bookmakers, um, if you recall a few years ago, they, they got their, their, uh, their butts handed to them because they were trying to adjust to the number. And because of the parity, and, and what I've done... Um, the last few years, like I said, I'm always in research and development mode. So what I've, uh, you know, when people ask me what kind of handicapper are you now, I, I say I'm a law of average, law of average handicapper. And what I do is I, I'm a, you know, to me parity equals 50%. That's the key number. Well, the sports books, they, you know, they always 
put their numbers out there so they can get balanced action on a game. And if you follow teams' records at the end of the year, you'll always notice that you know you got your three types of groups. You got your superior teams, your good teams, and your below average teams. And if you look at the ATS records of, of every one of those um, of those groups, they're, they're always in the ATS. You're always between the 45 and 55 percent range. But I find that the law of average uh, type of uh, I call my parity value index that I use this chart. It's awesome with totals, and what I do is I run this formula that collects the small cycles of a game, of a winning streak, and the long cycles of a season-long winning streak. I combine it into my formula, and what I do is I produce a parity value index, which gives me the percentage of what that team should do in their next game. So let's say, for instance, if um, you know New England is playing uh, Buffalo, and uh, say New England's 3-2 and two against the spread, well, my parity value index will say, okay, they've covered 60% of the time. I look at my short uh, cycle. It gives me an X percentage. Then it will give me a percentage of about 52 to 56% or 47 to 52% of what they'll cover in the next game. So basically, depending on how they did in the small cycle and the long cycle, will give me the parity value index. And let's face it, we're betting into a number. Everything is calculated into a, a betting number. The, you know, when people say, yeah, but the weather and, and the injuries and, you know, the scheduling, that's already factored into the line. Forget about that. The line is already factored. What does the bookie want? What do the sports book want? Do they, who, you know, follow the line changes because the line change will tell you what they want and uh, find the percentages. And, we're, you know, everything is about the law of average. Everything always balances out normally. To fifty uh, percent, so that's what I do. I I basically follow my parity value index. That's sixty percent of my handicapping. Thirty percent of my handicapping is called uh, I call it you know perception versus reality. When you know you get a team like say um, you know I don't know say uh, New England, they just you know beat uh, Miami Dolphins forty four ten. Well, the perception is whoever they're playing the next week is that you know I call it also the last week syndrome because what people do they handicap their games. They look at what they did last week. And then, you know, that's the perception of how they're going to do this week. So I call the perception versus reality. And what I do is I use my ATS calculator to give me the actual number of what the line should be. And then my 10%, I factor in the fundamentals, which is situational, team angles, trends, and then, uh, you know, you comb them all together and then you got my pick. <laughs> well, that's uh, very interesting and, and actually very in-depth. And as I said, there are no right or wrong ways. Uh, what is right or wrong is what your actual winning percentage is for your selections, and obviously you have done uh, quite well. If um, I was a potential customer, what would I be able to expect in uh, for like a Saturday or Sunday in the football season? How many uh, plays do you generally release? Well, for, for college football, and it, you know, again, it all depends on what, what my – formula can can you know and, and i'm mostly a totals better because betting trying to bet uh, on us on a side on this parity uh, driven league is it's such a coin flip but i focus a lot and if you look at the um you know at the a lot of the, the totals that are out there i get more value betting on total so on a saturday i will have close to three plays for college uh, football and three plays uh, normally about three plays for nfl uh, football Okay, though well, that's very good. Um, looking back over your career, do you have any uh, memorable uh, games that stick out to you, maybe on the good or the bad side of games, or any uh, unique stories you want to tell us about uh, during your handicapping career? Uh, we've all got that, you know, that one bad beat uh, 
so to speak. Uh, you know, we always seem to remember the bad beats more than the wins. But any games uh, stick out in your mind? It's funny you say that because I always uh, talk to a buddy of mine. We're always talking about nobody remembers how much money you've made them. They just remember how much you've lost. <laughs> you've, you've, you've lost for them. And uh, one of the games that stick out in my mind was um, I don't know if you recall that uh, September twenty uh, second, nineteen ninety seven. The Bill Cowler uh, <laughs> he wanted the, the I call it the, the the swing there. He just wanted to lace that because uh, what was happening? Jacksonville was playing Pittsburgh. Uh, Jacksonville was a four point favorite. And uh, Pittsburgh, the score at the time was 23-21. And uh, Pittsburgh was lining up for a field goal to, you know, to basically go up 24-23. And they're covering at this point. So, you know, I'm just sitting there going, right on, we got the cover, and, you know, not to sweat it out. Next thing you know, there goes the snap, the pin, blocked. Picked up by Jacksonville, running down the sideline. Bill Caller, the chin, just sits there, and he just had his hand cocked, and he just wanted to lace the guy <laughs> going down the sideline. And I just, to me, it was like, you know what? If there's any comfort to this loss, it's watching Bill Caller trying to pin <laughs> This is reaction to watching that guy run down the sideline. And uh, to me, that was one of the worst beats that uh, I can recall. Uh, I seem to remember that ball game, uh, being a Pittsburgh fan that I am, and uh, I think I might have had the Steelers with you on that game, if I remember correctly. But uh, that's uh, that's a great story, and uh, you know, it's. I want to tell you, I mean, pregame dot com uh, again. I, I've said it over and over again. I think we have the best stable uh, roster of handicappers on the internet. And, um, you know, you fine addition, uh, you know, coming to our site. Uh, I believe uh, you've been here. Um, this is going to be going into your uh, second. We haven't hit a full year yet, but uh, you joined us uh, last basketball season, if I remember correctly. That's correct. Yeah. And, Going uh, newlywed over there. <laughs> okay, well, the honeymoon is definitely not over. Uh, you know, <laughs> you've got plenty of winners coming yet. And uh, the over-unders, uh, you know, great situation. And, you know, one thing, you know, with over-unders, the uh, baseball, you get uh, situations where uh, over-under selections in baseball, uh, great value, um, you know, for a capper where you don't have to go with that grind every day of, uh, you know, laying the juice in baseball. Exactly. No, baseball is, uh, it's a monster. It's, uh, and, and one thing I've always tell uh, my clients when you're betting baseball, you need to take a break. You, you can't mentally uh, handicap these games for the full baseball season because you'll just go into a topsy-turvy uh, trying to break these numbers because it's it's such a if, – if there's any sport that is numbers dedicated, it's baseball because of 15 games per day and all the line movement that you're tracking and you're crunching. And, but, but, again, I, I feel baseball, if you're going to bet baseball, just like you, you know with basketball, totals are the best uh, – way to uh, to make a profit but then you always get the the guys who but if you're going to make a bet who are you going to like right you know the you know the you know the the guy who just wants the action <laughs> and uh, who doesn't think of long term of uh, making money that's the key long term expectations is the key to profit in any uh, sport ron i want to say it has been an absolute pleasure talking with you um, continued success. Um, you know, we can look for you, uh, you know, with some uh, forums and uh, blog posts and interacting with everybody uh, at pregame through the forums. Uh, continued success with your selections. And uh, anything you want to say um, on the final 
parting thoughts? No, no, I, I agree 100%. I love, uh, I love the interaction with, uh, with people who have a passion for, for exploring, you know, the number, of trying to get that, that edge. The research and development, you know, sports betting is, is such a beautiful, you know, a beautiful thing because we're always trying to learn, and, and learning is the key to, to having fun and networking and meeting great people. And this is one thing I enjoy doing, this, uh, this podcast. And, and hopefully one day I can come down there and meet everybody, and then we just uh, network and share. And, and you know what, just have a positive vibe, and, you know, it's, uh, life is good. Good. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you being with us. This is Marco D'Angelo for PregamePros.com. This is a Meet the Pros podcast. want to thank everybody for joining us today. And listen out for continued uh, Meet the Pros podcast. We'll have another pro on the site shortly. Once again, Marco D'Angelo with Ron Raymond. Thank you for listening. We'll be back with another in our continuing series of Meet the Pros podcast, a pregame.com podcast. <laughs>